This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. It's day three of Prime Minister Narendra Modi's Europe trip. Today he was in Denmark. He participated in a summit with Nordic states. Now this includes five countries, five Nordic countries, Denmark, Finland, Sweden, Iceland and Norway. And this is important because together the Nordic countries are an economic powerhouse. Their combined GDP is $1.8 trillion. Also apart from, the US, from India, the US is the only country with which the Nordic Five engages at a summit level. So this was an important meeting. Prime Minister Modi invited them to be part of India's growth story. This summit was all about laying the groundwork, about investing for the future. Modi's next stop is all about the opposite, about reaping the benefits from an old relationship. I'm talking about Paris. He's reached there. He will meet French President Emmanuel Macron. Now, this meeting is probably the most important engagement of this trip. I'll tell you why. A, because Macron is fresh off his re-election. Modi is the first head of state to meet him after his victory. That symbolism counts for something. And Paris is pulling out all the stops. They have prepared a vegetarian spread for the Indian delegation. I'm sure that does not happen every day at the LSE Palace. B. The prospects of this relationship are massive. Trade, defense, security, climate change on most global issues, India and France are on the same page. And now is the right time to build on that because both leaders have the political capital to do so. Prime Minister Modi has two years left in his term. Macron is locked, locked in rather for another five years. Plus, both of them enjoy great personal chemistry. The key is to make the most of this opportunity to build a resilient all-weather relationship. The ingredients are all there. We've identified four things that could define the India-France relationship. Number one is defense. France is India's second largest weapons supplier. First is Russia, second is France. Some big ticket deals have already been signed. Chief among them, of course, is the Rafale deal. The last of the 36 jets are being readied for delivery. And it seems India wants more. Pretty soon, aircraft carrier INS Vikrant will be handed over to the Indian Navy. Now, carriers need fighter jets. And Dassault is in talks to sell 26 Rafale M fighters to the Indian Navy. France is a unique supplier for India. That's because they do not do business with India's rivals. Russia, you know, supplies weapons to China. America supplies weapons to Pakistan. And both countries are India's rivals. But France only deals with India. That's what makes it unique. Factor number two, cooperation in the Indo-Pacific. Macron has ambitious goals in the region. He's banking on India's support to achieve them. In February, Paris hosted a special Indo-Pacific forum. Now remember the timing, February. This was in the middle of Russia's build-up near Ukraine, yet France managed to focus on the Indo-Pacific. Also, Paris has direct stakes in the region. I'm talking about the Reunion Islands. The rest of Europe is isolated from the Indo-Pacific. France is not. It is effectively an Indian Ocean power. Which brings us to factor number three. France is still seething from the AUKUS snub. Many in Paris see the AUKUS as an Anglosphere club. America, Australia, Britain. Three English-speaking countries doing whatever they want. India is not part of that club. New Delhi has consistently called for a free and open Indo-Pacific, sort of like a multilateral domain, and that fits well with Macron's worldview, which is factor number four. 
Emmanuel Macron does not see himself as just the leader of France. He wants to be the leader of Europe. He wants Europe to step out of America's shadows. And if that happens, France could be India's gateway to Europe. Because let's face it, Paris is perfectly placed to do that. Germany has the power, yes, but not the will. So uniting Europe will be Macron's job. Plus, he's a lot easier to deal with. Take Russia, Russia's war, for instance. Everybody has been lecturing India on what to do. America, Britain, Denmark, Ge Germany, everyone is asking India to do something or the other. Guess who isn't? France. Now, that may change today in the meeting, but so far, France has been understanding of India's position. Now, these are four areas of bilateral cooperation, things that France and India can agree on. Beyond these, there are some areas of unrealized potential. Two things stand out, bilateral trade in China. France makes up only 1.4% of India's total trade. And the trajectory is not good. India's exports to France are down 23%. French exports to India are down 20%. You could blame the pandemic, but both countries must work to expand bilateral trade because countries that trade together stay together. The second issue is China. I know France has been focusing on the Indo-Pacific, but their language is problematic. Macron sees a competitor in China, not a barbaric state that could upend the world order. And this is where India can play an important role. Perhaps seek more French engagement in the Indo-Pacific or convince Paris about China's threat. Like I said, all the ingredients are there. No colonial baggage, great leader-to-leader -leader chemistry, and agreement on most global issues. So today's joint statement will be one to watch out for.